Hey friends, welcome to the Next Step Leadership Podcast, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. I'm Tracy Reynolds, and my partner in crime for the Next Step journey is Chris Maxwell. Together we hope to inspire, assist, and create the confidence you need to take your next step in your personal growth, your vocation, your spiritual life, or maybe your calling. Thanks for joining us. Well, come on, let's dive into this week's episode of Next Step Leadership. Chris Maxwell and Tracy Reynolds, Next Step Leadership. Uh, Tracy, I've been um, going back and listening to some of our previous podcasts and just kind of learning from the conversations. And and I just appreciate you for the opportunity to have dialogue with you. And and then, uh, you know, it's like we're recording conversations and, and honest dialogue, but it's like each story is of value. Each one is important. Yeah. And as we're going through uh, so much uncertainty during this time, um, I think it's important for us to remember, um, remember just to intentionally remember principles or guidelines that fit no matter what we're going through. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And uh, thank you for the privilege of doing this together. You know, we had no idea when we started into this journey. We're into number in the 30s now, which seems like it's impossible. But the Lord has given us so many opportunities to have such wonderful people who are willing to take a risk and do something different. And uh, I'm learning a lot. Uh, but, you know, as I was thinking about today and what we wanted to share, I thought, you know, how do we build bridges into people's lives? Mm-hmm. How do we better... Um, I guess a, way, a better way to say that. How can I uh, connect with those people? How can I make common ground, establish or better establish common ground? And, and I think as a Christian, as a Christ follower, uh, a faith person, um, that's something I think we have approached backwards. I think as a, as a child growing up, at least my perception was it was about a message that we were to portray, that we were to share the gospel. Well, I've just so tempered that in the last 30, 40 years of my life. I feel like we first have to be the gospel before we share the gospel. The good news is that God made us and loves us and has an amazing purpose uh, for our lives. But it requires us to be able to connect with other people at a deep level. And so if we could go there today, I think it would just be, could be very, very meaningful. How do we establish common ground with other people? Mm, good question. Uh, Tracy, I'm going to turn the question back to you, though. What, f- from your uh, years of experience, uh, from your uh, roles in, in ministry and in leadership, uh, what are some suggestions you would give as it relates to that? Well, you know, Nicole Eunice talked about the whole idea of being inquisitive, uh, being a questioner. And I think that it begins with that. I've got to care enough to want to know. Uh, I've got to want to know the story. Before I'm broadcasting my story, I think I have to earn the right to be heard. But I guess it starts with just having compassion. I want to know your story. I know, no matter who I meet, where I am, that there's a story behind the story. So I endeavor at this point in my life to hear that story. I want to, which invariably you can start into that one minute, two minutes, three minutes, and there'll be either a person or a place or a TV show or a song or a band, or something or a sport that suddenly there's, there's this connecting point. And just noting those, looking for those maybe, having my uh, desire to understand better, 
um, approaching every relationship with a sense of wanting to better understand that person. Caring enough to have an inquiring mind, to want to know about them, but not not just to, to know, but so that we can connect. I'm looking for things that we have in common. And in this season, Chris, when it seems like there's so much that we disagree on, I think if we could just turn it down the volume and somehow relax a little bit, we'd realize that most of the time we want the same basic outcomes. We're approaching it from vastly different places. But if we just turn down the volume, scale back the emotion, and recognize that, wait a minute, we probably have much more in common than we have that separates us. That's very good. And I just look through the relationship that you and I have had over the years. And uh, when we first met, I mean, there were just areas of, of common interest, things that we both love to do. But Tracy, we could have left that alone. That could have been the end of the story. Mm. I could tell people, yeah, you know, I like Tracy Reynolds, great guy, man, he's an incredible musician, and, and we, we like to read some of the same books, and we have interests uh, of, uh, we both love the Braves, and uh, but he loves the dogs, and I don't. You know, so <laughs> similarity and differences, and we can, we can laugh, and, and that could have been the end of the story. We could have just said, yeah, Tracy's a great guy, yep. we have a lot in common. But but we chose not to. We were intentional about setting up time that we would mm -hmm. spend together. Um, many leaders I talk to today have no friends. And then as I ask them questions about that, they're like waiting for the friends to come mm -hmm. <laughs> and force themselves on instead of learning to be intentional and building common ground, just like you're talking about, uh, finding practical ways that they can they can engage in dialogue, ask questions, deep questions, right. and then actually listen to the conversations. And, and, and we, we're, we're desperate for that these days. Tracy? Yeah. I think uh, showing up and shutting up are, are mm -hmm. two things that, that we can do. Uh, show up, I mean, and you were so good at, at this thing of asking, uh, penetrating questioning. Sometimes it's not the first question. Oftentimes it's the second or third, it's the follow-up or maybe the follow-up to the follow-up where they sense that we actually are listening to what's going on. And uh, something that Nicole pointed out uh, on our former podcast, she said, you know, what if we're missing each other and recognizing, stopping the camera and saying, hey, you know, do you feel like I'm, that you're not being understood? Uh, something she said, if they continue to repeat themselves, it probably mm. is a great indicator that I'm not listening well. Yeah, they well, feel like they haven't been heard. Yes. So I have a real simple question I ask. I say, either as a statement, I can say, listen, help me understand that. Tell me more. Help me understand. Um, when I've shared that with students at a collegiate level, I'm saying, you know, what is it about that phrase that's so disarming? And they say things like, well, it tells me that you're interested you want to understand. Underneath that is that you want to know more. So when I say help me understand, that feels like an, a genuine invitation. And then if I continue to stay on that, if I'm not, uh, if I'm going to focus and give you my time and attention. And Chris, there have been many, many times when we have given direct time and attention. This is one of those. But then there have been other times when I was distracted and we were both frustrated by either my distraction or your distraction because we weren't attending to that. Um, and sometimes we just have to say, well, you know what? I want to hear more about that, but I can't do it right now. I've got three minutes now. 
but let's do the three minutes now, but let's set up another hour next week when we can really dive into that. Again, like you said, I'm going to make some time for that where we can dive into that at a deeper level. Boy, that is so good. I, I love uh, the the example set, uh, in my opinion, of of our leader. I mean, what a servant leader that we can see through Jesus. Um, he's he's kind of our teacher in, in next step leadership and in life. Everything you're talking about, build, building common ground and relationships, he did that with his followers. Mm-hmm. And I recently spoke about um, three gospel narratives, and, and I had written about these stories, spoken about them separately, but I merged them together as like, one talk, one sermon, mm. and this is this is a perfect fit as we think about next step leaders and where we are in this season of uncertainty. Um, thinking of Jesus inviting those fishermen to follow him, they didn't go fishing. Just our goal for today is to fish and look for a Messiah. It's like <laughs> they were just fishing; they were looking for fish, yeah. and Jesus pursued them. Mm. Uh, what a leader that is! He was pursuing. The, the common people, those that were just part of that brand of the culture. And he pursued them and invited them to follow him. And he, he didn't have a lecture series yeah. set in place that they had already listened to on a podcast. He, he was the person that he wanted them to follow him. So uh, sometimes as we are doing our job, just doing our job, there will be a leader who speaks into our lives. And then the reverse, we will be leading those that are just doing their job. Let's, let's invite them to follow us. And the, the, the second story, uh, Jesus coming into town and, you know, Zacchaeus, that, that little man, <laughs> he was just, he was too short, but he wasn't popular in his culture. I mean, if you're, yeah. you're, you're not popular, you, you have a career that has turned people against you, but it was bringing in income and he was doing everything he could to bring in a little more income. Uh, but he wanted to see Jesus. So this time he, he took the initiative to be able to see Jesus. It, there are times as leaders that we need, to, we need to climb a tree or we need to look around and see who is climbing up a tree to see us, to learn from us and hear us. That's good. Jesus saw that, that Zacchaeus was climbing, climbing the tree. And he's like, uh, I'm inviting myself over. <laughs> We're going to hang out together yeah. tonight. And it included time together. So both of those stories, uh, you know, the fishermen doing their job, Jesus engaged in conversation, spent time with them. And then as Jesus sees somebody climbing a tree, he's like, I'm going to spend time with you. So in both of those interesting, great leadership narratives, uh, but they're very different. Um, and then the third one that, that has just really hit my heart so much is the story of, I mean, here is Jesus and the house is crowded, it's packed. But then there are these, there are these men that are bringing their, their crippled friend, their, their friend with a disability, with He's, he's not able to walk and rush his way to trying to find Jesus, but they carried him there. They couldn't even get in, so they're going to just climb up, find a way. If they have to go in the roof or crack through the windows, whatever they have to do, that is leadership. They're going to bring yeah. those that are unable to go on their own strength. They're going to bring them to the leader that they need. They brought them to Jesus, and so they were helping a friend. So think about it today uh, as leaders. Are we doing a job? Are we climbing a tree? Are we helping a friend? Are we doing a job, climbing a tree, 
helping a friend, <clears throat> and noticing other people and bringing them to the leader that we are just learning from regularly. Isn't what an example Jesus sets for us. Tracy. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, I love about that, the initiative that Jesus took. Jesus went to where those fishermen were. And then, you know, when I think about the Great Commission, which tells us to go and as you're going, make disciples, I think that is so instructive to not feel like we have to go out of our way, but no, use the sphere of influence that we have. What are those, uh, those play? Who are the people that we encounter day by day at the coffee shop, at the gas station, at the, the, the restaurant, at the bank? You know, those are the people that are in our pathway. Yes, our family, yes, our neighbors, but noticing those people and then taking the initiative to begin that conversation. And then I love what you said, that Jesus noticed the initiative that Zacchaeus had taken, and he met him in that and then extended that and had time uh, past that. And then, oh my gosh, the other one where you literally have the leaders leading by solving a problem and bringing people into that relationship. You know, I like that last one today. Uh, I can relate to that because... Sometimes that's our role. It's to be that advocate for somebody else, to be that person who's a connector, who's going to help connect A person with B person. Uh, because we're, if we're always thinking about, okay, how can we add value to this life or that life, then when we find out that this guy uh, or this gal has uh, a need uh, or has something to offer, then we want to somehow connect someone with a similar need to that person. That is such a compassionate thing, again, driven by wanting to, to establish common ground, mm -hmm. trying to, to, to build a bridge. I love what Reggie Joyner says. He said, we're trying to build bridges relationally that are strong enough eventually to hold the weight of the gospel story. And I think I've been so guilty in times past, Chris, in diving into fast to the gospel story without being the gospel story by engaging and investing uh, and taking the initiative and listening, coming in with my ears on, not my mouth open, uh, and somehow establishing that. And then at the right time, letting uh, God establish that, that um, understanding where they can actually want to hear the good news. Well, Tracy, I have personally seen you do it the right way. I mean, you care, you listen, uh, and you have been such an example to me and, and to the students that we've worked with over the years. And uh, I'm, I'm telling you, you're, you're making a difference like Jesus. And there have been, I hope so. there have been times where you have um, just walked with people as they're fishing, and you've been like Jesus walking and helping them feel welcome. And and, and, uh, and other times you've noticed those who were seeking help, and, and you invited them over. And then and then there have been times those who've struggled, uh, you've, you've been willing to reach your hand out and, and carry them. And I, I want today's leaders to not just um, find their stage, to find their platform, mm. to improve their voice, and have their points to make, and teach about Jesus. I want us to have leaders who will carry the weak to love them so much that if they can't get there themselves, then we will carry in loving, peaceful ways to our leader. Mm. That's so good, Chris. I want that too. Yeah, I that's our that. 
that's just kind of you think of the big picture of our hope and our goals and this and and, and if we take that if we take that angle if we take that approach we're thinking long term yeah. benefits like long term meaning uh, forever yeah <laughs> helpful in the now in this season of uncertainty and what so many people are going through uh, yeah love them and and, and you know, go fishing with them and invite them to follow yeah. Um, yeah notice that they are searching they're climbing they're they're yeah. desperate please notice. Notice them. And notice the times that we're so desperate. We're climbing and trying to find something. Let's find that in Jesus and find that in this place of peace mm. and carry those that need to be carried. And also, Tracy, we need to realize there are times that we need to let people carry us. That's right. Uh, and we, we heard that in our, in our, in our last, in our last podcast as she was, she was talking about uh, the need to engage in, in honest dialogue and, and, be, be leaders who are willing to have those honest, those honest yeah. conversations. Amen. That's good stuff, man. Brother, I appreciate you. I what appreciate a, what you. A great, you know, we do this because we want to help people wherever they are, whatever situation they're in in life, just to realize, hey, we can, we can make better steps. We can make better choices starting yeah. today because we want their next step to be their best step. Thanks for joining us on Next Step Leadership, the weekly conversation dedicated to your personal growth and leadership development. Chris and I are so glad you dropped in. You can find us on all your favorite podcast providers. Hey, do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if you really want to help us, give us a rating. We so appreciate your support. Chris Maxwell is the author of 10 books, including Pause with Jesus, Underwater, A Slow and Sudden God, and his latest book of poetry, Embracing Now. You can find links to all of his work and our social media information at our website, nextstepleadership.buzzsprout.com. Our featured music is by Casual Americans. Follow them on Instagram at Casual Americans. And new music is coming soon. We release Next Step Leadership each Thursday, so join us next week on the Next Step Journey, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step.